102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you respond. Pretty straightforward. The phone numbers, you will need them. 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. Use it on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it today. I'm at Jeff Ward Show. If you want to post comments on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it today. Uh, you can do that. Please don't suck. Make the show better if you can. Take it to a better place. Get straight to the point. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Subscribe and download the podcast that we put out each afternoon. The Jeff Ward Show podcast is available wherever you download your podcasts. I would suggest you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We put that out each afternoon, even though I look like Shrek. Seems to be doing pretty well. The shooting, or I guess we should say shootings from yesterday's Chiefs Super Bowl celebration. As of now, I think the latest number is there's one dead, some in bad shape, 22 injured, including at least nine children. I don't know why it happened exactly. Does it really matter? Uh, The Chiefs, to their credit, are saying and doing all the right things. The star players for the Chiefs are doing and saying all the right things. The NFL, <clears throat> the NFL is saying all the right things. The president and his party are saying the gun things. The Republican Party is, by and large, pretty quiet. So, in other words, the public response all the way around to this shooting is just what you would expect. Don't know that anyone could do anything differently or say anything differently. It's just like every other mass shooting. It's exactly what you've come to know and hear. You could probably at this point, can't we all, sadly, probably script out exactly what is said about this particular shooting because what's said about this particular shooting is exactly what's said about the other shooting and the other, the other. We can, do, we can all do that drill. We all know it. And I don't know that anyone's publicly doing anything wrong. Everyone's saying the things that they can say. The Chiefs, the NFL, can't do anything differently. Uh, The shooters have been arrested. Uh, They probably wanted what most angry lunatic shooters want, and that is to be as shocking as possible, be as noticed as possible and make the most social media noise as possible in the process of shooting. The difference, I guess there's an upside here, thankfully. The difference here is that they weren't like most other mass shooters and they weren't armed with a mass killing machine in their hands. I mean, that's About all we have at this point, at least we're always looking for something. That's the upside now. They weren't able to kill dozens of people within seconds. So I'm going to present a very unpopular solution, if it's that, proposal. Um, Because there's no fixing. We can do this all the time. There's no fixing the angry lunatic problem. There is no appetite to fix the gun problem. The mayor of Kansas City, Quentin Lucas, handling this, 
Again, everyone publicly gets an A+. He's come out, and this guy is very sharp. He's very measured. He's uh, thoughtful. He seems to be a really smart guy who is saying all the things that he can say. Now today, like everyone in Kansas City, looking to have a celebration. The celebration was marred by a shooting today. And we recognize that there are some who are injured. We are praying for the safety of everyone. I've talked to a few different uh, folks so far. One, we have spoken to the Kansas City Chiefs, who made clear that their prayers are with everyone who was at the parade today, everyone in Kansas City, and everyone who was touched by this incident. They also noted that their players, coaches, and staff are all accounted for at this point and safe. We, however, note that this is a fluid situation, so all that we are sharing now may change as the hours go ahead. We've also received a call from the White House that offered all federal assistance in the investigation. We had federal agencies present today. We appreciate that, and certainly in the days ahead and the hours ahead, we will make sure we continue to do this work. I will say personally, first, a thank you to the women and men of law enforcement, to the women and men who work with the Kansas City Fire Department and our other agencies. When the shooting started, I, like many others, ran and ran for safety. I saw a number of agencies, including the Kansas City Police Department, officers with guns drawn who were running towards danger. We thank them for that. As I was leaving the scene, I saw members of our Kansas City Fire Department administering aid to folks who were seriously injured without concern for the shootings and the challenges that were near them. This is absolutely a tragedy, the likes of which we would have never expected in Kansas City, and the likes of which we will remember for some time. However, I want to say thank you to those who are making sure that we are safe today, those who are investigating this incident, and those who will continue to make sure that those who committed these acts today are brought to justice. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess the backdrop is the state of Texas where we screw those things up publicly. We lie and make up stuff, and, you know, but that's just what we do in the state of Texas at the political level. I uh, don't know what else the guy could have said. All sounds true. All sounds reasonable. I'm sure he's he's right about all of it. It's, you know, we've all seen the video now. I mean, the cops there, unlike here in the state of Texas, they, they did do what they're supposed to do and do react as quickly as possible and try to stop a shooter. Unlike here, where in the state of Texas, we didn't do that. So, you know, it's just as you would expect the public script to go. Okay, so to his point, you're not going to find any other solutions. I don't know that anyone's going to even offer any. So we'll just do that thing we always do where the same things are said over and over again, and then we'll go in circles. But this one I do think presents something. I do think there presents a solution here. I'm not saying angry, lunatic shooter solution. I'm not even saying politically getting people to agree about gun solution. Not saying that at all. The next city that wants to celebrate their championship, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do this again. Well, but that's not, I mean, Ward, wait, no, no, I just told you, if, if you, don't do it again. This has happened now far too often. I'm not, not just talking about what we've all lived through now for well over, you know, for decades now. Crazy lunatic shooters with mass killing machines in their hand. We've all been through all that. We know that. 
But this has actually happened at too many, not this kind of shooting, people injured, dead, that kind of thing, but there's been shootings now at a variety of these parades, these celebrations, and it's happened far too often. And even if it wasn't about sports, I, I, I would still say to you that I think don't do it. It's the gathering the next angry lunatic shooter will want... The next lunatic angry shooter might have one of those mass killing machines in his or her hands, killing, you know, dozens within seconds. So I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it'll be awful if a mayor, sensible as this man is, comes out and says, Whenever the next championship is, whenever the next NBA championship is, because I believe Denver, when they won the NBA championship, they had a shooting there. You just can't. I just don't say you can offer your city up, one, for the resources, but two, this is awful to say, but I don't know any other solution. You can't offer your city up with this kind of gathering. You just can't anymore. That's the only solution. You're not going to get anything else. Nothing else is going to happen. No politician's going to do anything. You know that. They're not going to do anything. They are sellout maggots. The public, I don't even think, no, I don't even know what the public wants. But I do think it's an opportunity for local control. I know a foreign concept in Texas, but local control to say, when our city, we just won a championship, it's great, it's fun. We're not doing that. We're not going to throw the door open to 2 million people. We're not going to monopolize the police force. We're not going to monopolize the fire department. We can monopolize the entire city and the resources and give the next angry lunatic shooter, most likely with a mass killing machine in his hands, another opportunity. Don't do it. I think it should be the end of these things. But we're giving in to the shooters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're the mayor of the next city, why would you do this? Well, we can't live that way. Yes, you can, actually. I mean, unfortunately, you have to. So the city leadership, the next city leadership, the NFL or the NBA or the MLB, I think should probably agree that opening up the streets to a million plus people is not only a bad use of police resources, I don't think it's a safe idea. I think we now have got to realize it's just not a good idea. There's not going to be anything else done at all. There will be nothing else. Nothing will be accomplished. Okay, there will be no solution at all. That I can, that's the only thing I can think of that seems reasonable. I know it's politically incorrect. I know it is. it feels icky, but I wouldn't want to be the mayor of the next city that wins an NBA championship. And people are giddy and everyone wants to show up and you do a you make it a holiday and a million and a half people show up in the streets and you know the next angry lunatic is gonna open fire. I mean, I just I don't know how you could I don't know how you could go there again. Right? Because we're they're not gonna be stopped. Okay. And then thankfully this one didn't have, these guys didn't have the killing machines in their hands the mass killing machines in their hands so uh, to me the best situation is to just not open up another city to this um it's 
I mean, feel free to agree or disagree. I, I don't blame you. I don't, I don't really, I was starting to think, I mean, every time we go in circles and say all these things, we just repeat each other over and over and over again. Everybody repeats the same stuff over and over and over again. And um, there's nothing this, this mayor has done wrong. There's nothing the NFL has done wrong. There's nothing the cops or the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, at least the cops in that place did the right thing, unlike here in Texas. So no one's done anything wrong. I'm just saying that the next time around, don't you think it's responsible to, to just say, I don't know what other idea we can come up with to celebrate this championship, but do we really want to throw the door open to a million people knowing that two out of the million are might just be the angry lunatic shooters armed with mass killing machines all over again, and do I even want to run that risk? In my opinion the next city, the next championship city, should say no to the parade. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. Hey, bro, listen to the Jeff Ward Show. You better like that, kid. So the USA Today headline today, I think today, whatever 4 o'clock in the morning is, it says college football coaching isn't nearing an apocalypse. It's changing like every other job. Uh, no, not really. The backdrop to this is pretty interesting. Um, this isn't a change in the college football industry it's a complete reinvention of the industry that's created. Are you ready for these terms? It's going to sound a little dramatic, but that's I'm okay with this. The industry has created football mercenaries, and they're masquerading as college students. That's always been the case to a degree, and I'm saying this is a guy who came from the industry. I came from one of the blue chip programs. I came from being pampered beyond belief as a college athlete. Everything you want. Well, you can take that now and just throw in a bunch of cash and cars at certain places. But no, 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 no. This visit, <laughs> no. They are football mercenaries who are fake college students. No industry can survive without some rules and some terms of agreement. That's what this is. There are no agreements holding players to anything. None. And, and there's, no, there's no effort to do it because everyone's chicken because the Texas is of the world who will give them anything they want. Don't want to go and have terms. But there's no agreements. And everyone that says, well, Ward, I thought you were free enterprise. Well, first of all, this is not free enterprise. We're not creating market forces here, so don't, don't, don't drop that on me. But no, nobody operates without any terms. There's no, there's no incentive clauses built into contracts. They have no contracts whatsoever. I'll tell you this much about these, uh, and there's a reason why I'm mentioning this. Some statements by a college coach have, I think, thrown open the door, and I don't know that he's wrong. But... It, they, the players, college football players, playing at football factories. Let's make sure we're, we disclose exactly who it is involved. It's not golfers. It's not tennis players. It's not even women, female athletes. This is football players at, at football factories. 
but they would cry like babies if they were held to incentive-based agreements like NFL players. They would cry like babies. They'd whine about it because right now you've allowed them to have everything they want with no incentives and no agreements whatsoever. It is a terrible setup. There are no incentives. No one's saying, you know what, I'll give you the Lamborghini if you'll stick around for a year and pass for more than 4,500 yards. Then we'll talk. You know, that's the way it's going to work in the NFL. So this is coming up because several reasons. One, Nick Saban retired and complained about how the sport is lawless and there are no terms, no agreements. It has no guardrails. The players are just running around, bouncing from place to place, demanding whatever they want. And places like Texas will give it to them. So Saban retires. I think that starts a snowball. The head coach at UCLA, Chip Kelly, decided to quit. And I mean quit out of nowhere to go call plays. He's the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. The head coach at Boston College, who had three years left in his contract, he just quit to be the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. So it is, it is, they are flares. These coaches are firing on flares. And I'm not saying people need to feel sorry for coaches. What I'm saying is at some point you've got to recognize there is nothing holding these players accountable to any sort of terms whatsoever. Now, I know the arguments. I hear them all the time. I can recite them fairly easily myself. Well, college coaches get paid millions in guaranteed deals. Assistant coaches, Jeff, get millions plus more than that and many schools. So what are these guys, these coaches, whining about? So what if college players are holding them hostage for money? I get that. And to a degree, that's fine. But even the coaches have an agreement. Even the coaches have terms. You don't hire anyone and just say, whatever you want, whenever you want it. No. No. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be getting rich. Although they're all fake, fake college students and fake ambassadors to universities, which should bother everyone. So here's why I bring it up. This is, the guy's name is Mike Loxley. You don't know who he is. He's the head coach at Maryland. And every now and then this happens in college sports is a coach will come out and say what they really think about the current setup. And that is players bouncing from place to place with no agreements whatsoever. Um. And then when these coaches come out, they're not coaches at Texas. There's not coaches at USC. These are not the .0001% of the richest of rich. This is everybody else. And so then they catch themselves and correct themselves and say, wait, 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 I didn't mean that because they're afraid the mercenary is going to go somewhere else. Football mercenary, sorry. Football mercenaries. That's what they are. Without any deal whatsoever, they have no agreements at all. So this is what he said. He was being interviewed a few days ago. He says, the two weeks after we beat Rutgers. Now, this is Maryland. Most programs are like Maryland. There's only one Texas. You do understand they have unlimited amounts of money to do whatever they want. And they don't give a flip about Maryland. But the coach at Maryland is like 99% of the programs in the country. He says, the two weeks after we beat Rutgers was the toughest two weeks I've ever had as a college coach because of the transfer portal, NIL, image and likeness, it's fake. You know, he said, I'm sitting there in my office, 
and the third team tailback comes in and says, I need $100,000 or I'm going to transfer. And I'm thinking to myself, this is him talking in an interview. I'm thinking, where's this magic $100,000 number coming from? I sit in my office and every meeting I've had with players is basically this. I want this. I want that. The greatest team sport has now become kind of individualized. And I went home and I was like, I don't know much more about this I can do. Yeah. Um, you see the point. I know I know. coaches are getting rich. I, I don't think the coaches deserve to be paid what they're paid. I don't. I think the whole thing is out of whack. It's been out of whack for some time. But it doesn't get more in line if you just have football mercenaries walking in every chance they can at Texas Tech or at Rutgers or you know any number of normal college programs. And this guy's right. You got some guy saying, I want 100000 I want one fifty, And he has, the number doesn't come from anywhere. It's not like the NFL. The NFL has a market. The NFL has incentive clauses. And what these coaches are incapable of doing, the industry is incapable of doing, is saying, you know what? You're the third-team tailback. If you rush for 1,500 yards next year, you'll get $100,000. Now leave my office and go rush for 1,500 yards. That's the way it should work. But there's nothing set up. They don't have the stones to do it because they all know if you said that to a player, that mercenary would go to Texas and get it. Or USC or A&M or Ohio State. It's, I, I don't like to side, be on the side of college football coaches because they're babies too. Um, but at least they have agreements. At least they have contracts. At least they have terms. And this guy's exactly right. He just sits there and sees player after player who has no concept of what his value really is come in here and demand one thing or he's leaving. Now, you could say, well, go ahead and leave. No, they really can't say that. If everyone, including the players, wants to get rich, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Get rich. Any one of you listening, I, I, we're all in favor of somebody getting all they can. But number one, it's gross that none of this is about college. That some university president doesn't step in and say, listen, no, 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 none of this is about college. None of you can't give a flip. This is embarrassing for the university. So it's, it's gross. Two, it's gross that players have no obligations. They have no terms. They have no agreement. They have no incentives built in. They don't, everyone wants to fake like they're in the NFL, but not be like the NFL. And three, it's pathetic that college sports, so desperate for teenage stars like this coach at Maryland, that they've let this happen. It, it's ridiculous and pathetic. They've let this happen. Nobody will step in and say, I'm not giving you 100. And if somebody wants to give you 100, go ahead. Here's the way a contracts work, man. When you go play in the NFL and you walk into some owner's office and demand 100 or you're leaving, they're going to say, up yours, you got a contract. Meet your incentives and you'll be really, really rich. Have a nice day. All right, phone number is 512-834-1027 on Twitter or X or whatever we call it. Feel free to agree or disagree. That's cool. At Jeff Ward Show. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. 
Jeff Ford Show podcast where the aliens are going to come and get you. On 102.7 ESPN. Now back to the Jeff Ward Show. Shut up, smoker voice. Let that kid talk. Uh, here we go on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. Like, I, I am, I, I'm perfectly, well, I'm almost always fine you disagreeing. Uh, just think it through. I'm not thrilled with my take on parades, celebrations, or whatever it is. But, you know, I mean, I, I, know, I know we can all say the same things, how tragic this is, how awful it is, how, you wow, law enforcement did a great thing, unlike here in Texas. But um, just trying to think of solutions. And I, if I were a mayor of a major city, I, I just wouldn't want... First of all, I don't think... This is a downer anyway. Try to set the shooting aside, which is not easy to do now. I don't think it's a good use of resources, period. I don't think it's a good priority. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I guess it's cool and all that stuff, but that's that's not what you that's not what you pay cops and firefighters for. But either way, with the backdrop being lunatic shooters and all, you know, a, a way of life now. That is our life. That's that's how we live now. It's the only solution I can think of, and I'm not saying it stops the next shooter with a mass killing machine in his hands going to the next place. I, I know, but and I don't know where I would assume that would have to start with a mayor rather than the NFL. But I could, I just could see a phone call being made and it go all the way around the chain and saying, "Hey, listen, Roger Goodell, hey." XYZ owner of XYZ NBA team, NFL team. I, I'm sorry. You, know, you guys figure out something to do. I, I, I can't I can't throw the doors open to two million people because the next shooter's out there. And I, I all I can do is what I can do. So I, I'm surprised more people agree with me. I really am. Uh, here we go. At uh, Christ the Grumpy. Okay. There you go. Unfortunately, I agree with you about parades. Instead, I would rather see them hold a celebration at their stadiums. I, yeah, I guess. Um, you know, I don't, there's no way to there's no way to sanitize the world for the next angry lunatic shooter with a mass killing machine in his hands. I get it. Uh, I I guess that's better than throwing the entire city open for a parade. Sure. Um, here we go. At Graves4DG, there is no upside to these celebrations. And the lunatics have extremely easy access to military-grade weapons. Have your celebration on Zoom with the players on a stage somewhere. I, I, don't have the, I don't have the next... I have no opinion on what to do next. Zoom seems like a real buzzkill to me. Um, but I, I am offering up what I think is an answer, a, a band-aid to a gigantic problem with mass killing machines and lunatic shooters and all that stuff. Um, and I think the band-aid is just don't have them. Just don't. What to do after that, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that either. I, I, I am going to be the bus and say I, I, I don't think it's a great use of taxpayer funds to be spending them on monopolizing your entire police department to try to be at the next celebration. But I feel that way about 632. Our entire freaking police force is down there because of a bunch of nut jobs. It's a terrible use of resources. I'm ranting. Make sure you check out the Jeff Ward Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.